The Holy Spirit was given by Jesus to bring conviction from what? Conviction from sin so that we would repent. And when the Holy Spirit convicts people, there has to be repentance. Nicodemus, he came to know the Lord. As Jesus explained to him, one must be born again of the Holy Spirit. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. It's good to have you with us for our continued focus on the Holy Spirit's work in and through our lives as Christians. Returning to the book of Acts, Raul will encourage us to fully surrender our personal agendas to God, allowing His Spirit to direct and empower us in service that will impact eternity. Stay with us for clarifying insight into what it means to truly be born again. Here's Raul Reese with today's lesson. Turn to the book of Acts chapter 14 tonight. I always love the book of Acts. And the reason the book of Acts is such a favorite for me is because you're coming out of the four Gospels and you're coming into a book that begins to share about the Holy Spirit. Something that Jesus has been teaching through John the Baptist. If you remember in the book of Matthew, in chapter 3, before he gets into chapter 4, it says that Jesus went down to the Jordan River, and there was John the Baptist, and he asked John to baptize him. So when he takes him down to baptize him, it says that there was the voice, Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit. We have the triunity of God there in chapter 3, at the end of chapter 3. Then in chapter 4, as you jump over, Jesus goes to the wilderness, says, led by the Holy Spirit. And he goes to the wilderness to meet with who? With Satan the devil, to be tempted. And it's so awesome because as the book of Acts is given to us, We have that power of the Holy Spirit clearly, clearly declared that the apostles' ministry, the only evidence we had in the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ was the evidence that the Holy Spirit baptized them as the Holy Spirit baptized you and baptized me. To have the power to speak the word of God. You and I need the power of the Holy Spirit every single day of our lives. We can't do without the Holy Spirit. If you remember here in the book of Acts also, in chapter verse 1-8, remember what he said, the gospel of Jesus Christ was given to who? To Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. The gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why we have the gospel today. If the gospel wouldn't have been given to Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria, and to the armless parts of the world, the gospel would have never been preached even to the present time. The gospel was given so that the whole world would hear the gospel. And it's so sad that so many countries have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, and yet today they don't even speak about the gospel. Totally atheistic. Or ignoring the gospel of Jesus Christ. On the day of judgment, there are going to be nations. 
that are going to be judged for the knowledge and the wisdom and the anointing of the Holy Spirit in people's lives that rejected the knowledge of the truth. This was the Pharisees, the Sadducees. You notice these guys were the spiritual leaders of that time. And here in chapter 14, in verse 1, you're going to see that the Jews again in the synagogue, because now he says, now it happened, or it came to pass in Iconium, that they were together to the synagogue of the Jews, and so spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and of the Greeks, believed. Now, you have to remember that here Paul the Apostle begins an outreach in the synagogue. Paul was always wanting the gospel to get out. Paul wanted people to believe. Paul wanted people to be born again of the Holy Spirit. And Paul and Barnabas are together as they're coming here now, not only to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but to stay for a long season because of the persecution. Because what was going on at this particular moment among the Jews and the Greeks or the Gentiles. And we see here that in the city of Asia Minor was visited by Paul in Acts 13, 51, which is the area known today as Turkey. And now it happened according to the day, went together to the synagogue of the Jews. And so spoke that a great multitude, notice, of both Jewish and Greeks or Gentiles have believed in Jesus Christ. That's so awesome, the way the chapter opens, that a great multitude, we don't know how many, but a great multitude came to conversion. When Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, Nicodemus was one of the Sanhedrin, which was like the government that took care of religiously speaking. And Jesus, when Nicodemus snuck out by night to come and see Jesus because he heard what Jesus was doing. And so when he came to Jesus, he asked him the question, what must I do, straight out, what must I do to inherit eternal life? I think that's a question for everyone in this world. What do I have to do to be converted or to inherit eternal life? Well, religion would tell you, you got to be baptized. You have to have membership in the church. You have to become of a denomination. But you have to understand, we're not religious. We have a relationship with Christ. And Jesus explained to him, if you want to get to heaven, you have to be born again of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given by Jesus to bring conviction from what? Conviction from sin, so that we would repent. And when the Holy Spirit convicts people, there has to be repentance. Nicodemus, he came to know the Lord. As Jesus explained to him, One must be born again of the Holy Spirit. And Paul and Barnabas must have been blown away when all this group of people, this multitude of people, came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And they wanted to stay with these people. He goes on to say in verse 2, But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles. See, they hated when Jesus would preach the gospel. The Pharisees Christ would hate him because people would follow him. Here, Paul and Barnabas are proclaiming the gospel in the unbelieving Jews. They stirred up the Gentiles. They hated Paul and Barnabas. Look what it says. They stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren. 
They poisoned their minds against the brethren. They began to say things that were not true. Things that would hurt the gospel of Jesus Christ. Things where people would begin to doubt. But when you come to the gospel of Jesus Christ and Christ has touched your life, you know what's truth and you know what's false. And this is why in verse 2 he says, But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren. What do they do? They come to you and they try to poison your relationship with Christ, but they try to poison your relationship with other Christians, with other people of God. We have to be so careful, so careful of unbelieving people. People that don't really believe like you believe. People that don't really want to believe. People that want to poison you. And people that want to keep people away from Jesus Christ. Those are the people we need to stay away from. Unbelieving Jews here. Verse 3. Here's the reason why to teach and root people in the word of God. Therefore, because of this, Luke says, they stayed there a long time. You notice what he says there? They were visiting, and when they saw the need, the need to teach God's word, to root and ground those people that accepted Christ, we don't know how long they stayed, but they stayed there a long time teaching, rooting, and grounding the body of Christ. Paul and Barnabas stayed a long time. You know why? They loved the people. They loved the people. They wanted to stay and love the people and teach the people the word of God. Look what he says, verse 3. Therefore they stayed there a long time speaking boldly in the Lord. Notice that. Who was bearing witness to the word of his grace. Granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So we see four things. Number one, what do we see? They stayed there a long time. Secondly, doing what? Speaking boldly the word of God, teaching them. Thirdly, who was bearing witness of the word of his grace, the grace of God. And fourthly, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands, laying hands on people, getting healed teaching them the word of God, preaching the gospel to them, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Paul and Barnabas. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call us at 800-634-9165 for a wealth of resources designed to help you live an obedient, spirit-led life that blesses others in Christ's name. Be sure to ask for Rawls' inspiring four-part study of the Holy Spirit when you connect with us. Let's continue now with the final part of today's lesson. And then he says, verse 4, But the multitude of the city was divided. There's a division. Part sided with the Jews and part with the apostles. So you had all these guys that believe and then the other side that did not believe and they're coming against those that believe. And when a violent attempt was made both by the Gentile and the Jews and the rulers to abuse and stone them. So they came to that place where they threatened them that they were going to be stoned if they continued to do what they were doing, and that's giving the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then check this out, verse 6. 
And they became aware of it and fled to Lystra and to Derby, cities of Lasonian, and to the surrounding regions about 40 miles away. And then he says in verse 7, and they were preaching the gospel there. Notice the power of the gospel. They're following up Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. The command of Jesus, go you and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Man, that's where we're lacking today. We're not going. We're staying. How will they hear without a preacher? How will they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ if we don't tell about heaven and hell? If we don't tell about the cross of Jesus Christ, what Christ has done, what he's doing, and what he will continue to do as we give ourselves fully, 100% to Jesus Christ. And I love that scripture. And they were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ there. And then in Lystra, a certain man without strength, in his feet, he was crippled, was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. So here is a guy that's never walked. He's sitting down, not able to walk. And this man heard Paul speaking. So here he is, like Jesus. When Jesus was walking by, they would hear him speak and they would call out to Jesus. Jesus would go and touch him and heal him. This man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Imagine that. Paul looked at him and he saw something in him that said, hey, he wants to be healed. He believes. He has faith. He says in verse 10, and he said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. Paul the Apostle really believed that by faith this man, as he saw him, that he had faith to be healed. Verse 10, and with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped up and walked. The miracle happened. The reaction of faith. He jumped up and he walked. And now when the people saw that, what Paul had done, they raised their voices. Notice that. They raised their voices. And what do they say? Saying in Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. They were mystical. They said, this has happened because our gods have allowed it. It's because of Hermes and Zeus. So watch this, verse 12. In Barnabas, they call Zeus or Jupiter. And Paul they call Hermes, which means Mercury, because he was the chief speaker, Paul. And the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands and and nurse to the gates and intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. So here is now a testing for Barnabas and Paul. They begin to look at them as gods. They begin to sacrifice to them. They begin to worship them. And what do they do? They bring them right back to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Remember Peter? Hey, why do you look on us when it's the, when it's the Lord Jesus Christ that has healed you? It not, has nothing to do with us. He goes on. Look what he says. Verse 14. But when the apostle Barnabas, Paul, heard this, 
Notice how beautiful this is. They tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude crying out. They were hurt. What are you doing? We're not gods. We're people just like you. We are Christians. We came to pray for you. And God has done the healing, not us. It has nothing to do with Zeus or Hermes, Jupiter, or Mercury. And saying, man, why are you doing these things? We also are men like the same nature as you are. And preach to you that you should turn from these useless idols or things to the living God who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them. So he brings them back to what? To creation. God the creator. God is the one that saves. But what God has done, he's brought us here for you to receive him as your Lord and Savior. Don't worship us, worship him. And then he says in verse 16, And who in bygone generations, plural, allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, God did not leave himself without a witness in that he did good, gave us rain from heaven, and fruitful seasons filling our hearts with food and gladness. God gave us everything. God gave us everything. The rain, the clouds, sun, the moon, everything God has given to us. And with these saints, they could scarcely restrain the multitude from sacrificing to them. And then he says, and then the Jews of Antioch and Iconium came there. And having persuaded the multitudes, they stoned Paul. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. Can you imagine? Here is Paul the apostle. It doesn't say anything about Barnabas. We don't know where he was. But here Paul the apostle was the main one. They took and they stoned him. And they dragged him out of the city. Thinking they could get rid of the problem. But the problem was not Paul. The problem was them. Verse 20. However, when the disciples gathered around him, around Paul, he got up, he went into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby. He got up, shook himself up, and walked out. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of God upon Paul's life. The gospel was a priority in his life to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ at any cost. At any cost, even for each one of us individually. What do we have to do in our lives to be like Paul? To be able to say, I have the truth, and I want to give the truth to people to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I love verse 21. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. They're following the Great Commission, Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. Again, he says what? And that preached the gospel to that city, and many disciples had been made, 
And they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, and notice, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many tribulations, get this, enter the kingdom of God. Underline it, memorize it, color it, however you want to do. This is not for them, this is for all Christians. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. What are you going through today? That you may enter the kingdom of God. That's why. You and I are going through all these things. For we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. How I thank Jesus for my life. And what he's doing through my life. What is he doing in your life? What kind of a tribulation are you going through in your life? So that the kingdom of God can be exalted. So when they had appointed elders in every church. So what do they do now? They choose a group of gifted guys to make a board of elders. He says, and they prayed with fasting. They commanded them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Remember in Acts chapter 5. When the disciples had been baptized by the Holy Spirit. And there was a little dissension going on among the people. And he says, for we will give ourselves to prayer and the word of God. But you will take care of the people. And here again, the elders were chosen. And after they had passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. Now, when they had preached the word in Pergia. They went down to Atalia. And when they sailed to Antioch where they had been commended to the grace of God. I love that. Commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. The work of God completed. Their journey now has come to a circle. And these two now are returning to the church of Syria that they send them out. Now they're going back to those that had sent out Paul and Barnabas. And now when they had come, and gathered the church together. They reported all that God had done with them. You know, it's so cool. When you go out and you come back and you give testimony to everything God has done. And how the church has backed us up in prayer financially. It's so awesome to come back and say, because of you. Because of your finances. Because of your prayer. Because of your fastings. This is what God has done in our lives. And through you. Because of the love of Christ. Paul and Barnabas were powerfully used by God to spread the gospel, even at great personal cost. We hope that you've been challenged by their faith legacy. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Now, if you'd like to review the lesson you've heard today, we'll be happy to send you an unedited version for a gift of $5 or more. Just call 800-634-9165 and ask for Raul's teaching from Acts chapter 14. We'd also like to offer you a four-message study of the Holy Spirit that details His key role in equipping and leading you to follow God's call on your life. Available on either CD or a flash drive, this series will motivate you to fully surrender to the Lord's will as you consider how the Holy Spirit can strengthen, guide, protect, and embolden you in your kingdom-building work.
To order Rawls' four-message study, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send your USB drive for a gift of $12 or the CD collection for $19. That's 800-634-9165. To order by writing us, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We also invite you to enjoy our many free resources. Join Rawl on his YouTube channel every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific for Straight Talk, featuring Bible-based wisdom to help direct your daily life. You'll also want to download our app for convenient access to live stream teaching, digital Bible studies, and much more. For additional insights into Scripture, email Rawl directly with your Bible questions. His address is pastorrawl at somebodylovesyou.com. Your tax-deductible gifts enable us to keep sharing God's Word through these programs, and we appreciate your partnership. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Acts. You'll see that God doesn't require financial donations or religious activity to bless you with His salvation. He simply calls you to respond to His Holy Spirit's conviction and come to Him with repentance and faith. Here's Raul with a closing comment. And Paul the Apostle is so amazing in the way he concludes chapter 14. He says, they reported all that God had done with them, and notice, and that he had opened the door of faith. Who opens the doors? The Lord Jesus Christ. The door of faith to the Gentiles. So they stayed there a long time. We don't know how long. With the disciples. Let me finish with this. Dr. Bob Pierce used to say, Dr. Worsby says, he says, others have done so much with so little. Well, we have done so little with so much. That is so true. Others have done so much with so little. Well, we have done so little with so much that has been given to us. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.